Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Secret Birds HQ podcast. And this is podcast episode 39. And today we are joined by Miss Jasmine Agamon Dua. And Jasmine is a part time, she's a freelancer, and she's a, a writer and a social media manager. And for those of you who had heard of Nubian J, Jasmine was also the founder of that. She's no longer doing Nubian J. And she is here today to discuss a very interesting topic with us. It's called Comfort Zones and Honoring Your Purpose. So hello, Jasmine, and welcome. Hello. Hi, Joanne. Hi, everyone. How are you, Jasmine? How's everything? I'm good today. It's um, it's raining up in London, but you know, <laughs> it's always raining love- in London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ah, rainy weather in London. What else is new? So, yeah. so, Jasmine, for those of, of us who don't know you, don't know you, um, but know mm. once knew Nubian and Jay, what mm. what happened with that? Was that just something that lived took its course and you moved on to mm. other things, or? Um. Well, basically, I'll give you a quick story behind. Why I started Nubian J and Nubian, it started as Nubian Empress, but yes, yes. Um, I when I was at uni, I wrote a dissertation on the representation of Black women in hip hop music videos. Um, during that time, I really enjoyed the research process and writing about my people, so to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so once I finished uni, like many other graduates, I was quite unsure of what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. So um, I just got a basic job working in Carphone Warehouse. Mm-hmm. During that time, um, I realised I still wanted to write and I still wanted to be creative, but I wasn't sure how to let out my creativeness and I wasn't sure what sort of outlet I wanted to go into. Mm-hmm. Um, around that time, blogs were also upcoming and becoming quite popular. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying to a friend that a, a passion of mine would be to create an online magazine. And he said, why don't you do it? So I was I thought to myself, why don't I do it? Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, um, that led I love me to those conversations. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that led me to create my blog, Nubian Empress. Um, so that, if anyone followed that blog, it was just, it was basically an online magazine talking about stuff that was happening in the media in relation to, mainly related to black women and um, entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, so whilst I did enjoy writing that, I think I had it for about, two years it went from Nubian Empress to Nubian J um towards the end of it I started to write more about myself and more about my own journey and how to advise and give information to other people and how to grow personally and spiritually mm-hmm. and I found that I was losing a lot of interest in writing about celebrities and the media culture mm. so that's why ultimately I decided to kind of shut it down and rebrand it. Mm. So what I was going to do is just rebrand it as a whole new blog, new B&J based on myself. Mm. Um, but during that time, I also realized I wanted, and, uh, as materialistic as this might sound, I wanted to make money from the blog mm-hmm. and doing it as my own. I, wasn't, I found it very difficult to do that. So I decided to just start freelance writing. And luckily enough, I met a spiritual health spiritual wellness consultant who goes by JC Wellness. So you might want to check out her website, jcwellness.co.uk. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, we really hit it off and she's become like a friend and a mentor to me. 
So what I do now is I freelance write for her blog, which is called jcwellness.com. And on that blog, you'll find a lot of articles and topics about wellness, spirituality, um, personal development and stuff like that. So, yeah, ultimately, the reason why I stopped doing Nubian J and Nubian Empress was because I lost interest in writing about media Mm. and I wanted to make money from my writing. (laughs) So, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And for those of you who don't remember, Jasmine uh, wrote a blog for us on secretbirdslondon.com yeah. a while ago where she, she went through all the details and she explained mm. um, pretty much what you just said, that you were doing your degree in mm. media studies, etc. You did your research and you talked mm. about owning your own business and why that mm. was achievable for you and so on and so forth. So, you know, that was a while ago three years ago, I guess. And now here we are. Yeah. Here we are three years in and you've transformed and you're doing something different. So tell us a little bit more about what you're doing now before we jump into the topic. Okay. So um, at the moment, like I said, carrying on from where I left off, I'm basically just doing freelance writing. So um, I realized my passion comes from writing. I like creating content for people to read and enjoy. And I've realized I'm really I'm quite good writing my words. Well, I think I'm better writing than speaking, <laughs> I would say. Um, mm. But that's something I'm working on. But um, my power comes through my words. And I've started reading a lot of books now as well. So mm. what I do is I write for clients who may not be as um, effective in their written work. Right. So where they're not sure, for example, what to put on their website, I'll do that for them or if they're not sure what to put on their blog I'll write that for them so that's what I do freelance wise and I'm hoping to turn that into a full-time content creating content marketing business Mm. um part-time my office job I manage social media networks so again that's part content creating as well content Mm. creation Mm. I also write on their blog as well which is um, a tech company so I'm writing about technical um topics and stuff so yeah it all comes under the content creating umbrella so i've realized that's that's where my passion is and that's yeah that's all is. so you've you found your yeah. niche and you're just going for it uh-huh. yeah good so let's let's <laughs> let's jump into comfort zones and honoring your purpose so why this yeah. topic and what exactly is it that you want to share with us why this topic um mm. because i feel like it's something that I'm personally going through now at the moment, mm. trying to consciously make efforts to step out of my comfort zone. Mm. Um, maybe it's because of my age. I turned 30 in December mm-hmm. and I felt like a lot of the stuff that I've done have been um, subject to playing it safe. Mm. And I have stepped out of my zone to fulfill the best version of myself, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a topic I'm quite passionate about at the moment. And I think it's one of the best ways to help people grow spiritually, mentally, and even physically, I guess. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you have been pushed out of your comfort zone? I would say I have. Over the past, I would say um, over the past three years, Mm. Um, I'll give you a little background. One of the first steps I took, which was very outside of my comfort zone, was I left my full-time job to 
focus on blogging. So that was kind of a big step for me. So that was, yeah, that was when I, I think when I first spoke to you, or when I first was connected with you, I left my office job to do blogging. Mm. And yeah, that was the first step for me, realising that I wanted to create something of my own rather than just sticking to a standard, um, let's say, office, quote-unquote office job or the normal career route. Um, yeah, that was the first step of me doing that. I would say presently, me stepping outside of my comfort zone, just consisting little things that I've been doing, this new job that I've got is it's kind of like an industry I've never worked in before. Because mm. I'm used to working in startup sort of companies, but this is a bigger organisation. So it's a completely new environment and new experiences I'm going through. So I'm consciously yeah. making efforts to just push myself where I usually wouldn't, I would mm. say. Yeah, yeah. So let's begin with the area of work and career. How can mm-hmm. we um, get out of our comfort zones and honor our purpose when it comes to work mm-hmm. and career? And I think that's a difficult mm-hmm. area for everyone because work is something we do eight, nine, ten hours a day. We spend a majority of our lives at our jobs or working in our careers. We spend more time working with our colleagues than we do with our families. For those who are fortunate mm. enough to run their own businesses, perhaps they have a bit more flexibility, but it's such a big part of our lives. And the truth is that most people are unhappy with their jobs, their careers, what have you. Mm. So how can someone honor their purpose if they're, let's say, for example, if they're in a career that they hate or a job that they hate, mm-hmm. but they feel stuck? Mm. Um, I would say to firstly change your mind frame. Mm. So... A lot of the times we think about think what, what will go wrong if we mm. decide to take that risk. But I think if you change your mind frame and think, oh, what about all of the things that can go right? Then that will help you push yourself into taking that first step to get in there. Yeah. Um, and also start small because a lot, some, a lot of the times people think in order to, for example, start your business, you need to have X, Y and Z in place. And everything needs to be perfect, which when that's not realistic. So, for example, using myself as using myself as, as an example, I still work in my standard nine to five job three days a week, but mm. I still do writing on the side. So, rather than completely leaving the stability of my stable income, I still have that there, but I'm still doing my own thing. So, to me, that's kind of taking the small steps to get in there because right. it does take time well and even like just little things as well um mm-hmm. um i would also say recognize your negative behavior and thought patterns mm. so that comes down to self-doubt and i think confidence as well i think you need to be confident within yourself to know what you can achieve in order to push yourself to get there yeah so, definitely uh, yeah, a good method that I use is journaling. So sometimes just writing down, at the end of each day, writing down all the things that you've achieved in the day can be a small way of building up your confidence to see what you can actually do. And ultimately, that can lead you to making the step that can lead you to changing your future or changing your career path, so to say. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I think journaling is journaling is pretty um, amazing. I mean, when we were younger, we wrote diaries, but mm-hmm. now we journal. And 
it's very cathartic, whether it's first thing in the morning or last thing you do in the evening before you go to bed to just write down your feelings and your thoughts. Because especially if you're someone who's not very good at expressing yourself or comfortable with your thoughts, yeah. feelings, you just, yeah. you ha- the, the whole idea is that you just have to let it out. And if yes. you let it out on paper and just leave it there, that's amazing. Yes. That's an amazing yeah. thing. Cathartic. I agree. Yeah, definitely. But I think what you said about changing your mindset is so important because it's all in how you see it. I mean, if you think I hate my job, but I'm stuck here, I can't do anything else, then you're going to stick around and you're not going to take those baby steps required to make the change, are you? Yeah, because at the end of the day, it comes down to us because people can push you and um, motivate you and say, oh, you can do this. You're good at it, but it comes down to you. If you don't make that change, then no one else will do it for you. Exactly. So it's a personal experience. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I think um, just with everything generally, it's it's mindset. So what if it's if it's about someone who is say they want to switch careers? Maybe not necessarily leave a job, but switch careers. Mm -hmm. And like you said, the job you're you're working in now, it's it's completely out of your comfort zone. Do you think mm. that's a good thing or a bad thing? Switching careers and doing doing something completely different, trying something different. What's your view on that? I think it's a good thing if it's something you want to do. Yeah. So if for example, where I'm working is um is a tech is a tech industry. Mm. I'm not the most techy person, but I am into um websites and blogging and online marketing and stuff like that. So mm. the elements that interest me I can implement that into the industry that I'm working in mm-hmm. so I think you have to you have to find the balance so that I don't think there's any point going into an industry that you have nothing and you have no interest in and you can't contribute much to it but if you yeah. feel like you can contribute to it and you can learn from it as well I think that's definitely a good thing yeah absolutely and I think um changing you know there are a lot of people who would say oh well I can't do that I'm too old for that or I wouldn't Mm. be accepted or or um I don't think it would work out for me because of my age again those are all those it's all those limiting beliefs it's all those things you tell yourself Mm. because there's nothing I think a lot of people take pride in saying I'm an expert I'm a specialist I've been doing this for 30 years but there's nothing wrong with being a multi-potentialite or someone who's got experience in in loads of different areas or who who's flexible i mean they, it takes a lot of courage to leave one career behind and start another career or yeah. something new yeah. so um i think that definitely pushes you out of your your comfort zone mm-hmm. i agree and, and brings you closer to your purpose maybe because uh yes you you've got to try things to figure out what 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 you're here for mm. you know yeah yeah yeah. Mm. yeah that's reflected in my own journey because like i said i started from writing the dissertation, going through my blog, wanted to do a t-shirt business. And only a few months ago did I realize I actually just want to create content. Mm. And for me, that's my purpose, just creating written content for people and, to read. And to some extent, you had to create Nubian and J in order to arrive at that point. Yeah, so Nubian and exactly. J was just, mm-hmm. was just the beginning and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and here you are. And that's how it, that, it works out that way a lot. I think sometimes yeah. people don't realize when you start one venture or one idea, it doesn't mean you're going to be doing it for the rest of your life. Sometimes mm-hmm. it just means it's the start to that next thing. So, yeah. but if you had never did that, you would have never known that, you know, this is something that you really like. 
Yeah, exactly. So I think it's just important to just follow what your heart is, what your spirit and your heart is telling you. So whatever you want to do, try and do that. It may not be what you ultimately end up doing, like you said, but it can be the step to getting you there as well. Definitely, definitely. And let's talk about relationships. What about Mm -hmm. relationships? Relationships. Hmm. Mm. Well, (laughs) we could talk about relationships Um, on its own forever, couldn't we? I know that's that's the big one. Yeah. Um, In regards to relationships, I would say a lot of the time we see like. Um, how do I put it? You see the same traits in your relationships. They could be negative or positive. A lot of it, okay, let's go off negative traits in each different relationship. Um, and I think as human beings, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's normal or natural for us to put the blame on the other person mm. rather than look at ourselves and see how we contributed to that, that situation to get the negative outcome that we're trying to avoid. Yeah. So in a way, I I guess stepping outside of your comfort zone in that sort of respect is just doing things differently and looking at yourself, your thoughts and your actions and seeing how they reflect your beliefs and what you actually want to achieve within a relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I think there's no point doing the same thing and expecting a different result. And what would, and that's you say, what would you say, I'm sorry, what would you say are some of the patterns, like for women, for example, what would you say yeah. are some of the patterns or some of the things just from your experience that women keep doing that lead to, say, the detriment of their relationships, just based on your experience with, with your friends, your family, mm-hmm. or what you've observed? Um, I would say maybe playing the victim and... Um, for example, I don't know, just like playing the victim rather than sometimes we, we don't think logically. Mm, we think with our hearts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're wired that yeah. way. We can't help it. It's true, but sometimes we have to in order to... Because a relationship, well, speaking like of a, a love ship, should I say, it take, it's two people. Mm-hmm. So you can't always just play the victim role. Mm-hmm. You have to sometimes think logic unfortunately (laughs) yeah yeah I think I think you're right I do you do hear a lot of women I mean and men too but this podcast Mm. features women so let's focus on women who Mm -hmm. I think they get hurt they fall into a rut and then it's like oh you know these stories and that that they they tend to repeat and oh my god my life is over and I'm never gonna move on and but Mm -hmm. it's all it's you do move on and things do get better and it's just about recognizing that that was, that was an experience and that, that's something that you had to, to go through and that was a, a part of it and there's something you needed to learn. But it's not, it's not forever. It's not a death sentence, is it? Yeah, exactly. You have to learn from it because and a lot of the times, I think with women, with women um, going off love ships again, we see signs in the early relationships from men, so mm. to say, Mm-hmm. And we choose to ignore them. And then when, say, those signs come back and bite us in the, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> we turn around and say, oh, he done me wrong. But at the end of the day, the sign was there in the, in the beginning, but you chose, we, chose, we choose to ignore it. 
Yeah. So it's like, it's a bit tricky sometimes. So in terms of comfort zones, how can we push, push ourselves outside of our comfort zones when it comes to relationships? Um, again, I would say it just comes down to thinking logically and getting inside of your thoughts and thinking, okay, how, how should I deal with this situation? What's the best way to deal with this situation? Um, and not ignoring things as well. If, if something makes you unhappy, speak to your partner or speak to your friend about it. At least that way you can communicate with them and come up with some sort of resolution. Mm. Yeah, because at least you can say that that person knew that you was uncomfortable with, the, with whatever situation. So if it happens again, it's either up to you to leave or it's up to you to stay. So, yeah. What about things like maybe just, um, like you said, patterns, um, mm-hmm. talking to guys or dating guys that you wouldn't normally talk to? Um, because I think a lot of women have like this idea, like an ideal mm-hmm. man. He looks like this. He sounds like this. He walks like this. Mm-hmm. This is my man, you know, my husband, whatever. And then yeah. when he, you're so fixated on that, that that's all you focus on. What about if pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone meant maybe being with someone that sounded different, looked different, talked different, thought differently to you. That was just completely different to anything you've ever imagined. What yeah. about that in terms of comfort um, zones? That's a good one. That's something I haven't personally tried, but I think that's a good idea. I think at the end of the day, it comes down to how well you connect with that person. Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of the time people have their preferences because they feel like they can connect to them either um, socially, culturally, or whatever it would be. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're able to connect with any other type of person, I think it's always good to try different sort of guys, not just narrow narrow it down to one sort of ideal, quote-unquote ideal man, whatever yeah. that is. So, yeah. yeah, I think that is good, trying different things and trying new things. No, because sometimes, as a woman you get approached by a guy or you, you, a guy is talking to you and you're like, wait a minute. And you go, hmm. And then you start saying, oh, he's too old. He's too young. He's too this. And then you put all these things in your head and you just shut it down even before you get a chance. And I think (laughs) that is not always so good. So if you can recognize that you do that and just kind of be open and flexible and see, because you never really know. I think, ultimately souls connect you know and people connect yeah when that connection happens it doesn't really matter for me at least what the outside is it's just about this deep connection and sometimes I think I know women that I that I've observed in my own circles they're so fixated Mm -hmm. on a specific kind of man and a specific kind of thing that I think Mm -hmm. they lose out on some really really nice guys Mm. as a result yeah yeah I agree I guess it comes down to I don't know yeah I guess you need to be open because if a guy approaches you um I'd say like maybe at the train station and you're not initially physically attracted to him you'd be less inclined to give him your number Mm -hmm. and want to take it further but I guess if you have an open mind thinking okay he's not someone I'd usually go for but he seems polite he seems like he has a job or whatever and he's nice. Then you'd be nice. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Be more inclined to give him your number and see where it goes. So yeah, it comes down to opening up your mind a bit more and more frequently. And do you think um 
How do you think relationships help us to honor our purpose? Romantic relationships, that is, help us to honor our purpose. Hmm, that's a good question. Um, do you think they do at all? Do you think they have they help us to honor our purpose? I think it depends on the partner. So mm. if you do have a partner who is someone who motivates you and someone who helps you want to get to where you are and is on a similar path to you, I think that's when it can be complementing. But if you're in a relationship and you're on two different paths and you don't really complement each other, I think it will be tricky to honour your purpose that way. Mm-hmm. And I also think um, when you get into a relationship, you need to establish boundaries. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think that's a good way of just getting a fuller sense of yourself and um, establishing your value, your value and your self-worth as well. Mm-hmm. And, again, to me, that's honouring your purpose as well. It's just respecting yourself and what you stand for. Definitely. So, yeah, I think there. What you said is so valid. It depends because I have met some people who they kind of had no clue. They were almost lost, and then they just met someone, and that person's yeah. love, like unconditional love and just commitment, yeah. and dedication, and patience, just helped them to literally blossom and bloom into mm. this beautiful being who's mm. just like driven in a way that that they probably couldn't imagine themselves being and just yeah. being focused and just, you just kind of in awe, like, wow. I think another person can do that for you because maybe yeah. they see yeah. something in you that they don't see in yourself. And I think in that way, a relationship can definitely help you to honor your purpose because this person mm-hmm. then also can keep you on track, you know? Okay, why are you doing this? Is this really why you want to do this? Is this, what are your intentions? You know, I think these people yeah. come into our lives in that way. But like you said, if you're just in a relationship that's toxic or with the wrong person or whatever, then you're not going to get that. But I definitely think if you've met mm. that person that really supports you, I think they definitely can help you to honor your purpose because yeah, they're, they're all in it for you to win, you know? So yeah. there's no way that you, you can, and then you, you help each other. You support each yeah, other. that's how a relationship should be. You yeah. should be cheering for one another, definitely. Because you're growing together, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And then spirituality, in terms of spiritual development, and I know you said you're working... Um, doing work with someone now who's actually a, a spiritual consultant. Is that what you said? They are? Um, she's, a, she's a wellness consultant. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So tell us about your experience with spiritual development and comfort zones. Okay. Um, so this is like sort of an interesting one. So I would say recently I've become more, more in tune with my spirituality. Mm-hmm. Um, where before I would say traditionally I've been brought up as a Christian mm-hmm. um, but within in my adult years I've kind of <laughs> I'd say neglected Christianity right. and I've just on my own spirituality rather than religion right yeah that's that very that's sense. atypical of our generation I think <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it is <laughs> yeah I think it's nice it's not it's a it's a positive thing that I've been seeing yeah um so yeah, in terms of that, I would say just being aware of what you're doing and the energy that you're bringing to other people mm-hmm. and of those 
the energy that you're taking from other people, who you're surrounding yourself with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very, journaling also has helped me with this as well, writing down your thoughts, how you're feeling, all of that, getting in tune with your inner self, I would say. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So how would you define spiritual development then? I would define that as um, becoming more in tune with your spiritual self. So, yeah. Is that, is that, your, is that less about rules and, 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 and doctrine and rituals and more about self-awareness, you think? Yeah, I would say, because like with, with religion, I'm not knocking anyone's religion, but it's all based off of a lot of stories and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but with spirituality, yeah, it's more about self-awareness and what you're doing personally, what yeah. you're contributing. Um, so yeah, I'd say it's less about rules, less about what you can and can't do. Yeah, because religion definitely has its rules. You know, when you think of a religion, you think of a community, you think of rules. There's some kind yeah. of uh, bonding around a prophet or a guru, or there's something bringing the people mm-hmm. together. There's traditions and all of that stuff. Whereas I think spirituality is less about all of that and more about human connection, more about yeah. it's more about energy. It's more about that thing that connects all of us beyond religion. It's about that depth yeah. that you that you're that I think is more whether you believe in in I think you can be spiritual and not be religious. I think you can be say like an atheist yeah, and believe in energy and believe in something in the universe that's connecting people and not be religious. Mm-hmm. I feel like spirituality is more open for everybody to explore. Yeah, definitely. And, and you, that's why I like um, Buddhism. Mm. I like the principles of Buddhism because yeah. they preach a lot about that. Yeah. And you can connect with your spiritual self in your own way, whether that might yeah. be going into nature yeah. or journaling or meditating or writing mm. or singing or whatever brings you joy, whatever makes your soul mm-hmm. light up. I feel it's, it's just more accessible mm. yeah, it's than a, very, a religion, you know? Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah, it's very personal. It's a personal experience. Like you said, you can do, you can access it in any ways that suits you. So, for example, I like using crystals, and mm. I like. I'm currently learning about the chakras. Mm. So, to me, and I like. Well, I'm trying to learn how to meditate, but I like that and lighting candles. So, for me, that's me doing my bit. So, it is personal to everyone else, and that's the good thing about it as well. Yeah, and yeah, I, and I think that's why. So many people of our generation and the younger generation are more excited about spirituality because it just seems more accessible. And you, you can be spiritual yeah. and tap into, for example, the mystical aspects of different religions because many religions have a mystical yeah. aspect to it that's less, again, about those, mm-hmm. those rules and those restrictions. I don't know. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people get turned off by yeah. religion sometimes because it just seems like you're just almost being a robot following rules and doing things mm. you don't really know why <laughs> yeah you don't yeah, always understand it's true. why we don't really know why <laughs> and there's also, a lot of unanswered questions yeah and i think also people don't like being judged and i think mm-hmm. because religion is about rules whenever you have rules you're going to have judgment so you're being yeah. judged because you're not following the rules whether it's 
you know, this religion has these rules. Why aren't you following it? And there's always going to be someone there to tell you, you're not doing the right thing. Why aren't you doing it this way? This is the wrong way. And no one likes that. No one wants that. Mm -hmm. And, and you want, I feel like you should feel free within your spirituality. You should not feel restricted. But again, that's that's me. Everybody's different. So yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so how so how how does pushing um your comfort zones you think in terms of, of of spirituality help us to honor our purpose is that even a possibility like are they connected <laughs> it's very hard because again a lot of people are very stuck in their ways what they've grown up with um for example if you've been brought up religious religious it's, if you want to separate religion from spirituality, it's very hard to do that because you're kind of you're kind of um, re reprogramming what you've already learned. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Because most so, of us, we've been indoctrinated. If we grew up in a particular yeah. kind of home where we weren't given a choice, I was raised Christian. Mm. This is what was foisted on me i was raised buddhist or muslim or or Mm -hmm. hindu or whatever that's what i did it because my parents and my grandparents and everybody else did it yeah and unless you are courageous enough and curious enough to step out of that ask questions you're just going to continue doing what everybody else has done because that's what you know yeah i think it's a very big big step to take actually to to come out of a religion and just Oh, yeah. find your own answers and find your own way but yeah. i feel but i feel like in the end to be honest with you that either makes your faith stronger or mm. it makes you realize that that particular faith is not for you so i would yeah. i actually would encourage someone to question their faith mm-hmm. and question is this real and is this true? Because in the end, you either get closer to your God or whatever you believe in, or you go find yeah. something else. And isn't that great that you can be enlightened in that way? I mean, the fear of, of the fear of asking questions and being judged to me, then why am I practicing this and doing this if I don't know why, if I won't ask questions? And if every mm-hmm. time, like there's some people, you try to have a conversation with them about religion or their religion and they get so defensive. And that to me just says you're yeah. insecure. You're insecure about yeah. your faith. Because when you're secure, there's nothing I can say to you that can offend you or upset you. Mm-hmm. Because you've done yeah. your research and you've gone on your own path and you're not doing things because mom and dad has been doing it with mm-hmm. you for umpteen years. You know? So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's one of those things as well. Yeah. It's all part of growth as well, I would say. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I think it's a touchy subject for many because for, for, for most people, it's not just religion, it's lifestyle and it's culture yeah. and it's a yeah. big part of who they are. So to, to even do, and then again, there's the judgment, well, why don't you want to do this anymore? And you know, why are mm. you doing this? And, and there's, oh, absolutely. But I, I believe as a human being on our journey, if you don't challenge and question and try to understand these things I just think you're almost doing yourself a disservice like doesn't your god or your buddha or whoever wants you to be enlightened about why you're doing what you're doing you know (laughs) yeah I mean like you get up every day and you pray why are you praying who are you praying to Mm -hmm. are you you praying praying what does it do for you why do you do it you I don't know I just do it it makes me feel good okay fine but you know like really I think you really need to ask yourself some questions yeah definitely you definitely need to ask those questions they're important in order to know what path you're on yeah Yeah. 
and I think that also, I would think it helps you in terms of figuring out who you are and what you want to do. Because I've heard a lot of people say, you know, as soon as I went to this religion or that faith, or as soon as I turned to this or to that, all of a sudden my life started falling into place. So I think for a okay. lot of people finding mm-hmm. their spiritual path or religious path or whatever it is, actually also helps them to come closer to who they're supposed to be. Yeah, I agree. Because like also with, um, for example, if, if, all you, if you have a strong relationship with God mm. and you feel like um, only God makes the decisions of what path you should take or, for example, the Bible says you should take this path, Mm-hmm. I think you're less likely to come away from that and make your own decisions, which can help you get to the path that you're actually supposed to be on. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that if you are a spiritual person, um, and this is the difference that I have observed just for myself, much more so than being a religious person. I always say I'm 100% spiritual and like 30% religious, <laughs> right? But I feel like as a spiritual person, you're more in tuned with what's happening around you. And you can yeah. see things and you can feel things. Yeah, you're not so blinded. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And you pick up on things and you see things like there's people who go through life every day, not seeing what I call the signs because Mm -hmm. they're so focused on their religion or whatever Mm -hmm. it is that they're just Mm -hmm. into, they're they're like machines. They're like robots. But I think dictate a lot of your lifestyle religion. Yeah. Yeah. And then you don't, you don't allow yourself to really see and feel what's going on. Whereas I think if you're in a spiritual zone, you go outside and you, you can see something in nature or you can, you can hear somebody in a conversation saying something and somewhere inside of you just feel like that was meant for me, you know, because mm-hmm. of what you've been thinking or what you've been going through or a conversation you had or what you prayed about or what you meditated mm-hmm. about. And it's just like, yep, that's it. That's my signal. That's my sign. And I think those mm-hmm. things are all around us everywhere, every day, but you've got to yeah. be open to them. Definitely. You know, but if you believe that your God or your guru only talks to you in one way, then you're not going to see mm. those things. No, you'd be very blinded. But, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a very controversial topic to have with people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because it's scary. It's scary because it's asking you to question your existence. Mm-hmm. Yep, it is. And anything that says, question my existence, why I'm here, people think that's heavy and they don't want to get involved in that kind of conversation. But to me, it's like every day, you know, what am I doing? Am I doing the right thing? Is this, is this a part of my bigger plan? Like, should I be doing that? Like, I think that Mm -hmm. these are ongoing conversations we should be having with ourselves because then it's just like, well, why are we just walking around? Just like, (laughs) we're just here to take up space. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and you know, I had someone say to me the other day, you know, Joanne, a lot of people don't think that way. Most people just aren't like that. But I refuse to believe that. I think we're all like that, but we just mm-hmm. we're scared to tap into that part of ourselves. That's all. Hmm, that's a good point. I think we're all like that. I think we're all born with this innate like we just want to know, we want to understand, we want to reason. We're all we're all trying to figure it all out while we're here. And I think somewhere along things happen 
you know, our light is dimmed. Society tells us, don't do this, don't do that. We have to think this way. We have to act this way. We have to get this yeah. job. We have to do, we have to do, we have to be. And then it just kind of gets shut down somewhere along the way. Mm-hmm. But I think it's always there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a matter of it being ignited or by someone else or by the individual. Or sometimes people have bad experiences or some kind yeah. of awakening or something happens. But I, I really believe it's already in there. Like, Mm-hmm. you know you're you're a life form you're you're filled with energy you're filled with potential how can you not want to know why you're here you yeah, know I'm not questioning it. yeah that's true definitely yeah yeah and I think it definitely does help with that yes yes yeah. yes yes but you know to each their own and like you said it's a controversial topic because I have spoken to very religious people who Mm-hmm. who believe that religion does all of that for them so it's it's all in perspective and it's all it in is. in 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 how you see things and view things I think for me religion for me has always seemed more mechanical than anything else like I've got to do all these different mm-hmm. things and I just I don't know I I, I find that like that's why I say I'm 30% religious because it's like, yes, I, I'm Christian. I participate in most of the, the Easter and, and, the, and the Christmas and the Advent and the Lent. But again, I, because it's, it's celebrating, but sometimes that can seem yeah. very robotic. Like you're just participating in things. Okay, I've got to fast Lent 40 days. Okay, Advent four, four weeks before Christmas. Okay, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I've got, you know what I mean? And it's just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. I can tell you. Yeah. But that's but that's just me. For other people, it's 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 having that ritual that gives them meaning and that gives them purpose mm. and that makes them feel mm. connected to something deeper. So, so this has been yeah. interesting. So, work, career, relationships, spirit, <laughs> pushing ourselves, pushing ourselves out of our comfort zones, and getting close to honoring our purpose. So, for the for our um, rare birds that are listening in, who are all aspiring or early stage entrepreneurs what parting words of of wisdom would you like to share with them on how they can they can use everything that we've just discussed to to help build their businesses okay um i would say just go for it Mm. take the steps that you need to take but take some steps don't stay you i heard um i was listening to another podcast a few weeks ago and she used the analogy, you're not a tree, <laughs> you can move. Mm. So, yeah, we're not trees. We can do, oh, this is, we have one life to live. So just take the risk and go for it. Whatever your I've uniqueness is. Someone say it. that, yeah. You're not a tree. Yeah. True, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. even trees have life branches, their their leaves, mm. you know, the tree just has a solid foundation, but everything else grows out of it. So movement is exactly. always happening. Movement exactly. is always happening. So it's so like, yeah, yeah. So just it sounds like you're saying take small steps and push yeah. If, if, that's, if you're not, um, if you if you're scared, I'd say the best way to start is to take small steps. Mm. But everyone's different. It's all a personal experience. Some people can just jump in head first, mm. and that's fine. If you're not, if you're very nervous about changing careers or whatever it may be, then start off small. And that, that can help you build your confidence as well, oh, like yeah. it did for me personally. So, yeah, start off small. And like I said, exploit your uniqueness. So mm-hmm. everyone is born with a gift, I believe. Um, if that gift is your passion, exploit it. <laughs> Share Absolutely. it with the world. Share it with people. 
Yes, yeah. and you're right. Exploit is the right word because it's yours. You know, when yeah, we exactly. exploit, we think of doing harm, but but it's yours. Mm-hmm. So you use mm-hmm. it how you want to because it's your talent. But the key is to find out what yeah. that talent is, and and yeah. to, and put it to good use. You know, make sure that you're Definitely. using it to uplift people and inspire people. There's nothing wrong with making mm-hmm. money and having nice things. We all like that, but I really believe that if you're serving other people, you just feel so much better about yourself and you're just, you're just, you're just a happier person when you're, yeah. When you're Especially doing something you're passionate about. Yeah. When you're using your mm-hmm. gift to, to, to heal people or help people or just do your part to make the world a better place. I think it just make, it feeds you spiritually much more so yeah. than, than just doing it for the fame or the money or, or whatever. Yeah. 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 That, that is great mm-hmm. advice. So what is up next for you then? What can we expect from Jasmine in the future? Um, I want to do my own website eventually and mm. just get more, create more content for more people. Yeah. So my website will be, um, it'll be the go-to point where you can find out what my services are, mm-hmm. find out about more about myself and what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I just want to create my content marketing brand. That's mm-hmm. the next step. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, that sounds amazing. Well, keep us posted. And uh, we definitely look forward to having you back on. And thank you so much for sharing with us today. It was lovely to have you on. So for those who are interested in connecting with you or collaborating with you, or, or perhaps they're interested in your services or anything you can offer, how can they reach you? Um, you can email me at J Ajimandua, so that's A G Y E M A N D U A H at gmail.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter, which is at Nubian J, that's J A E, or Instagram at Nubian J. Perfect. So feel free to- yep. Yeah. And um, is there anything in particular that you're looking for in terms of? collaborating or working on on projects with anyone for people who may be interested um i'm very much into the whole wellness um industry personal development sort of industry so if anyone in that sort of realm then yeah i'd be i'd be quite happy to collaborate with you Mm -hmm. um yeah i just want to continue inspiring people with my words so anyone who's positive (laughs) yeah awesome well there you go all right perfect 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 thank you so much my dear it has been an absolute pleasure listening to you and and sharing with you and hearing your thoughts and i'm certain that someone listening in was inspired by something you had to say today so all right lovely birds that is it for today and look for you on the next podcast bye for now bye